Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Welcome to another College Investor Audio Show. So glad to have you along. Okay, now today we're going to be talking about bankruptcy. What is it? And how does it work? Well, first, bankruptcy clears out your debts or creates a payment plan to creditors, allowing you to catch up. Businesses, farmers, municipalities, and individuals can file for bankruptcy. While wiping out your debts might sound appealing, bankruptcy will basically ruin your credit. But in some cases, it might actually be the best option. So what do the numbers and types mean? There are two types of bankruptcies, Chapter 7 and Chapter 13. Let's talk about Chapter 7. That is a liquidation of your debts. It wipes out most of your unsecured debts. For cleared debts, there is no return to creditors. Chapter 7 is considered a simple and straightforward process. Now, the process can take three to four months to complete. With Chapter 7, you also get legal protections. For example, if someone has sued you, that basically goes away with other debts. If your home is being foreclosed on, the foreclosure is stopped, so you have time to work out an agreement with the lender. You must qualify for Chapter 7 through your state-specific means test. One qualifying factor is your income. If your household income is $85,000, but your state's median income is $65,000, you fail the means test and do not qualify for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. In addition to the means test, you also can't have filed for Chapter 7 in the last six years. A court decides which of your assets to sell. You can have exemptions for items, such as your car, home, and retirement savings. Exemptions are state-specific, so just keep in mind that your home can still be sold depending on what you owe and what the value of the home is. Expect any luxury items, such as a boat and second home, to be liquidated. Some debts cannot be discharged, such as taxes, alimony, child support, and student loans. Chapter 7 will stay on your credit report for 10 years. While you can still apply for credit, your rates are <laughs> likely to be terrible. But each person's situation is different. Some people are able to bounce back within a year to a fairly good credit score, allowing them to get a car loan. The cost of filing Chapter 7 is $335. Chapter 13 is a reorganization bankruptcy. It is a forced court-created repayment plan lasting three to five years. Most are five years. If there are debts remaining after five years, they are discharged. Chapter 13 is for people who have an income but need some space with creditors. In other words, they need creditors to lower payments, allowing the debtor to catch up. One advantage of Chapter 13 is that you can keep your house. Any foreclosure that is in process will be halted in Chapter 13. That's unlike Chapter 7, properties are not sold. Credit card, medical bills may be discharged. To be eligible for this one, you must have regular income and unsecured debts of less than $394,725 and secured debts of less than $1.184 million. Tax debt, you know, for example, property taxes, child support, and again, student loans, not eligible for this one. The cost of filing Chapter 13 is $310. If you miss any payments while in the plan, you can lose all of your protections and the benefits of the plan. In that case, 
You go through all of the trouble of filing for bankruptcy only to be back where you were before filing. Ugh. Chapter 13 payments not made directly to creditors. Instead, the debtor sends payments to a mediator, who then sends the payments to creditors. There is no contact between the debtor and creditors during the repayment plan. Chapter 13 will stay on your credit report for five years. For both bankruptcies, if you decide to use a bankruptcy attorney, the cost can range from a few hundred bucks to a few thousand dollars. So, the question, can it really help? Well, yes. Assuming you have a plan for fixing your finances, if you see no light at the end of the tunnel because of crippling debt, wiping out your debt can give you a fresh start. However, if you don't have an income or you don't have a plan to increase your income or create a budget, filing for bankruptcy may not even help in the end. But what about student loans? Yeah, unfortunately, student loans don't go away when you file for bankruptcy. The only way to get rid of student loans is if they are causing undue hardship on the borrower or dependents. Undue hardship is difficult to prove, and only a small number of people who file for bankruptcy actually succeed in discharging their student loans. Filing for bankruptcy does have its positives if you plan to turn the situation around and not wind up back where you started. But keep in mind that bankruptcies become public record. Employers and any co-signers may be notified once you file. You'll have to answer yes on any application asking if you've ever filed for bankruptcy. It truly is an event that will be with you in one form or another for the rest of your life. Hey, I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions or oh, maybe you're considering bankruptcy and you're just wondering, okay, what's the next step? Please visit our website, thecollegeinvestor.com. We just want to be there for you in these huge, huge decisions. Thanks so much for being with us today. We hope you have an amazing day. And we'll talk to you again soon.